0: and welcome back to the podcast. Hi. I'm your host, Maddie, and this is my co-host, Doug.
1: I'm Doug. <laughs> also, new year, new me. New year, new me. <laughs> this is the first episode of 2020.
0: And this is Doug's uh, new year, new you. So this would be um, this would be a lot of yous, Doug. You're very, I, very old.
1: Yeah, I have a few me's. Um, around. <laughs> out, out there. Um, so... I thought it would be fun. Yes. Since this is January 2nd in yeah. uh, it's definitely when we're recording this. Yes. Uh live. Yep. Um that's how we do things. <laughs> uh, yeah, just talk about our New Year's resolutions. But before that, yeah. Let's do something even more exciting and introduce our guest host for this episode, Mika Turbo. Hi Mika.
2: Hi, how's it
1: going? It's going very well. So why don't we, before we get too off the rails, uh, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, who you are, what your pronouns are.
2: Uh, My name is Mika Turbo. I'm 31. My pronouns are they, them, or daddy. Um, I, yeah, (laughs) I, um am a lifer in the coffee game um and i am transgender non-binary
1: that's awesome yeah mika for as long as i known have known them which has like 10 years now has been like a coffee genius
2: a coffee genius yeah
1: wow,
2: wow. okay thank you you're um, welcome
0: <laughs> i feel very validated
1: yeah. Um, I am on insane. the other hand a regular genius. <laughs> a regular
0: genius. <laughs> I was gonna say this is the highest bar we've ever set on the podcast. Yeah. Also given to Mika. Uh, I was gonna say, um I don't know many
2: things about other things, but I do know a lot about coffee. But still I'm always learning new things because it's fantastic and I love yeah. it.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I'm the same way about Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Good. Yes.
1: That's the gayest thing I've ever said. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: I don't
2: know anything about Buffy. Mm. Well, Uh... that's the end of this podcast. (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) um,
1: So, uh, anyways, New Year's resolutions. Uh, Maddie, what are are your resolutions? I'm putting you on the spot. I'm
0: really on the spot here. Let's say I'm going to do that general one. Which is to be happy, let's say, for for one year, and then back to the normal. That's
1: unrealistic. <laughs> Try something else.
0: Okay, I'm gonna get super buff. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. Mika, what are your New Year's resolutions? Do you have any?
2: Um, I'm gonna win U.S. coffee championships. That's my New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the are.
1: fuck? <laughs> that was mine. God damn it. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good one. Okay, here's mine. It's you got to follow me to the end on this one.
0: Oh man, there's a plan.
1: Um, So, to start, I'm going to reread and then watch the two movies, The Great Gatsby. Okay. And then, for the rest of the decade, I'm going to start throwing wild parties. uh, But the whole time the parties are throwing, are are being thrown,
0: each each subsequent
1: party, I'm just going to be more and more despondent. Yes. and then i'm going to drown in a pool or some shit
0: somebody shoots you and then you die oh okay well
1: that's why i got to reread it yeah cuz i got to know ending, the source that's the material of the
0: most recent movie i do not know if that is the true because
1: of the book like the moral are you of,
0: sure you don't like get attacked by sharks at it uh,
1: it could be yeah, we'll leave it open i don't know um
0: but i'm here uh, for this I, i'm but, here for this plan because i believe that means i get to come to wild part yeah parties. yeah
1: and i think the whole moral of the Great Gatsby is if you're gonna be sad, you might as well be rich and sad.
0: I think, yes,
1: I think that that is that's exactly what F. Scott Fitzgerald wanted to get across. I
0: think he was really trying to say more money, more problems, but yes,
1: huh. actually, that's a very succinct,
0: um, <laughs> summary of, of the Great Gatsby of all
1: of F. Scott Fitzgerald's works. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think so, um, probably of the 20s, I think, in general.
1: I don't know, um, I don't have a lot of money. And I have a lot of problems.
0: That is accurate. Hi, welcome to Branch Podcast. <laughs> Moving forward.
1: Mika, <laughs> what's your money to oh. problems ratio?
0: Um, I would say uh I have
2: more money than problems at at this
0: time.
1: Oh my god. That's a
0: life I hey, like. Hey, do you work. wanna
1: like level Switch. out? Like I feel like we can achieve <laughs> equilibrium. <laughs>
0: uh
2: no thank you um but I will say it's very expensive to live in
1: Brooklyn uh so oh that's right you live in Brooklyn now
2: <laughs> yeah
1: oh my god
2: uh imagine if I made what I made now but then I still lived in like Oklahoma midwest yeah in Oklahoma
0: you would be
1: you would be just literally rolling in money you would
0: be able to throw now hear me out listen to me through the end of this you would okay. be able to throw wild parties and each party successive party that you throw you would get a little bit more despondent until eventually and this is a twist you drown in the pool in the back
1: and or get shot and or get eaten by sharks (laughs) full stop
0: the whole time you're saying weird things like old sport and fantasizing about somebody else's wife
1: that sounds. This actually, sounds, That sounds amazing.
0: Um, I'm kind of about it. They should
1: yeah. make
2: like a movie or write a book about that.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. we we need to write a book and then
2: have like it film 10.
1: two movies. Yes. Uh, fun fact. Okay, pack, I have I, to say that um
2: yeah. that uh that I watched that movie and The Aviator like around the same time, and I get them both confused sometimes.
1: <laughs> um,
2: I'm like well, Howard Hughes.
1: Uh, well, the one. Where he drank his own piss was the Great Gatsby.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm yeah.
2: not kink-shaming, but that's not really my thing. You know,
1: um, not to kink-shame, but pee-pee is gross. Pee-pee is gross. Uh,
0: so moving from kink-shaming, <laughs> I have a new idea for a game, which is, because I think that we should have a game now per episode, Okay. and it's how many times can we sneak in the words old sport." I think quite a bit, Old quite Sport. Quite a bit, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Old Sport. Old Sport.
1: <laughs> That's going to get old. We,
0: sport? We're
1: like seven-year-olds with games like that. We are. Okay, but we're going to do it.
0: Okay. okay. And the, the trick of, the trick of sorry, it is to be as subtle as possible.
1: And listeners.
0: And with that, we are going to jump into today's epi- episode. Uh-huh. Today's episode, we are talking, of course, about identity. You see the title?
1: It is the Identity... Crisis. I don't think, Mika, I don't think we've told you, but this is the first of a three-part identity series.
0: Called The Identity Crisis. And listeners,
1: we actually haven't told you. This is the first part of a three-part identity series called The Identity Crisis. Yes.
0: So we have had our episodes in the past about um, LGBT issues and culture and all of those things. And we made specific mention in those episodes that sexuality and gender identity are different. Mm
1: -hmm. And we also said that we were going to have a follow up episode and it took us six months, but we did it. We're
0: doing it now, old sport, aren't we? (laughs) So, um, I would like to actually just bring in Mika here and say, um, Let's let's kind of start with some of the things that you wanted to talk about because you are the expert here. Doug and I are not. Well,
1: yeah, it, and that's you know we didn't want to be two cisgender people being like let's talk about gender identity. Yeah, ours is easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's not. It's not really a space that we can mm-hmm. occupy very much space in. So. I think we could we could start there if um if we would all like to talk about the differences between gender and sexuality yeah
2: oh yeah okay so um i really don't even know where to start with that Um, but i guess the vastness of sexualities and um, sexual identities like it's um it's not a gradient It's a spectrum and the same is uh, true for uh, gender identity. So like you can fall on that um, wherever. And just because you are, maybe um, you are a trans woman doesn't mean that you can't be also attracted to women, Mm -hmm. um, uh, cis and trans or, um a trans man attracted to men cis or trans or non-binary people you know it just all fits into um people um loving who they want to love and being loved by you know the people in their lives and um I think like that's the beautiful thing about uh, myself and being like non-binary is that like there are no rules there's no like
1: uh, uh, fuck rules um
2: yeah there's no like expectation for me to feel like like it fit into like a box or something it's it's really funny it's like um my mom asked me uh when i came out um so like does that mean that you're gay and i was like well sort of but also like everyone that I, like, have sex with is gay, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because
2: I have no gender, uh, everyone yeah. is gay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Well, uh, you know, it's 2020, everybody's gay. Let's just put that out there.
0: That is the thing.
1: That's actually, uh it branched has a slogan for the year. It's, it's 2020, everybody's gay.
2: Which is Well, a- I also, like, I don't um i don't want to assume that anyone is ever straight like off the bat i always assume that people i'm meeting are gay until they come out as straight
1: <laughs> well, i think that's
0: a good way to go about it
1: right? actually you, yeah. you
0: elevate you elevate the one group that had to come out well and you normalize it well much i more. I
1: think straight people need to come out like yeah what the fuck are you guys doing? That's gross. Um, but, it's kind of uh, like,
2: oh, like, um, when did you know house. that you were straight? Like, um, I bet mm-hmm. that was, like, really difficult for you. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you had to hide it for a really long time, and I feel really bad about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God, I'm sure it was so difficult with all your rights. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but I actually, like, you know, I have recently just started stopping uh, assuming people's sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. Because you really don't know. You really don't. And I think that, like, we live in such a cis-normative and heteronormative society um, that, like, we assume, like, the go-to is, oh, they're obviously straight.
0: Right, but every time that we don't do that, we take apart the mantle of Mm -hmm. the cis and heteronormative Mm -hmm society
1: I and mean, there's times when i'm like well that mustache probably straight right but could just be confused gay man
2: yes uh there's a lot of gay mustaches in brooklyn
1: oh well, maybe yeah. brooklyn's like the gay mustache like headquarters
2: that's a well bit, yes. i think that the look is um like freddie mercury oh okay yeah perfect
1: yeah i i i too want to break free like freddie mercury um <laughs> I really wanted to dress up as him in the Break Free music video where yeah. he's in drag. I really wanted to do that for Halloween, but I didn't pull it together. And then Maddie and I came up with a, a cute couple's costume, and then I didn't pull it together.
0: Oh, my God. I ruined it. And then I still dressed up as it, and nobody knew what I was.
1: Oh, uh, we were both going to be Jamie Lee Curtis from the iconic uh, Freaky fi- Friday. film Freaky Friday. And
0: I was Jamie Lee Curtis after they've switched bodies. So... And I
1: was before. Right. But oh then I didn't God. go out. I'm
0: so upset
2: because that movie made me gay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, it did. It, it made, made both all of, us of us gay. gay. <laughs> yes, you, so, welcome to 2020. Like, here's the thing that people, it's a
2: movie know, about trans transitioning the yeah. whole yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, here's what you know, like the cishet crowd do- doesn't understand is you really aren't born gay, you become gay in one of two scenarios either by watching Freaky Friday mm-hmm. or by listening to the Hex Girls in Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Island.
0: And the other option is for the younger crowd. You read all of the Percy Jackson books over and over and over again.
1: I definitely read them, but as an adult.
0: Yes. So they didn't. They weren't able to turn you gay, but they turned. Mm-hmm. They turned some of us young. I was
1: already gay. secret gay. Yes.
0: <laughs> that Any, anyway. Anyway. So so we. What, what about peanut butter? <laughs> Turns you gay. Um, we are still talking about like gender versus sexuality um for you mika when did you know your sexuality and when did you know your gender or not
2: um so i grew up in like a very religious like household and like it was very um like abstinence minded and so like i didn't have the opportunity to really like even explore sexuality but I um I identify as pansexual Mm -hmm. and like I think I came into that knowing that I had attractions to a lot of different people and a lot of different types of people and mostly what attracts me is like a vibe and I don't have like a type and so I I don't know like necessarily when I I realized that, um, but when I found the word for it, it was it was very recent, like within the last like five years or so that I learned. Oh, this is what that is, and I think like a lot of people tried to like push me into the um, oh you're gay uh, yeah. thing, or in. Well, wow, that's cute and I like accept that. Like um I if somebody calls me a dyke, I'm not going to like correct them because like close, good try. Um yeah,
1: you you're, you're almost there.
2: Yeah, you almost made it. Um but like you know like I think that um I don't want to invalidate the relationships and experiences that I've had with people across all genders and mm-hmm. that includes like non-binary people, men, and like every type of um trans person you know like I've had like so many different experiences and I enjoyed all of them and I I really like all of those people and I think like you know like sex is a beautiful thing and and knowing who you are and your sexuality is being able to make another person feel good and comfortable and I think like that's the ultimate goal there and like coming out necessarily and being like oh i'm pansexual i i mean i think that's like kind of like a no-brainer of like i have no gender identity so like my sexuality shouldn't have a gender identity as well although like that's not true for everyone that's just for me
0: yeah. right it, it's another one of those things where it is a spectrum and everybody gets to pick yeah what It'll, works for them
1: yeah everybody you know has squishy bits and you just put those in your mouth.
0: On our podcast, you put them in your mouth.
1: In this house, we put squishy bits in our mouth.
0: Yes, we do. A
1: lot. Um uh, <laughs> I'm do
2: like squishy bits. You're right. Aren't
0: they uh, nice? Yes.
1: Everybody has. Yeah. Happens, and you just put them in your mouth.
0: And everybody's mm-hmm. happy.
1: That's what we That's tell great. kids. That's
0: great. That's the um, other 2020 resolution. I have an idea for one of or both of your guys's um crazy parties. Okay. Yeah. Squishy bits.
1: Squishy bits. It'd be a
0: weird party. It's
1: just an orgy.
0: I mean, yes, but, like, lots of, like, fun balloons.
2: and cakes. Like,
1: jello
0: shots? And, <laughs> yes. Um, well, okay.
1: Gummies. Let's not pretend, like, you can have a fancy party without jello shots, Doug first is, of all.
2: Doug is addicted to jello shots. He's it's, not addicted. I to that. Look, here's the thing. So, I'm doing this U.S. Coffee Championships, Coffee and Good Spirits. Yes. They... An idea that somebody had brought to the table was jello shots, but then it was pun intended shot down. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: because one of the rules is that it has to be drinkable, not edible, uh,
0: and a jello shot is edible. Oh, yeah, so sad, right? Yeah. That is sad. There That's, might be, uh, there's, there's got to be like a workaround with that. Let me tell I think you, that we should just have our yeah. own jello shot competition, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, we absolutely oh my God. should
1: oh my god uh let me tell you i love jello shots uh saint patrick's day there's so there's an area here in kansas city called westport and typically you only go there if you're a douche
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't give us Oh yes westport.
2: i'm familiar with the type
1: yeah but it's saint patrick's day uh so i went there yeah everybody's a douche on saint patrick's day
0: yes um right
1: apparently there were dollar jello shots and that's the end of that story because i don't remember it
2: <laughs> <laughs> um i will say the last time i had a jello shot was at stonewall and i ended up i bought them from like like one of those uh servers that just like walks around you know like with a whole tray of jello shots yeah yeah trying yeah. to like pawn this. them off on you mm-hmm. um because i was talking to this woman who was also named Mika. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and then we did jello shots and then we made out. It was great.
1: Oh, that sounds wonderful. Gosh, that is the best chain of events. I remember one time, so there's this bar here, uh gay bar called Missy B's, and it's like the Kansas City gay bar. Yes. It's not the only one, but it's like the big one. Um, it's
0: like the clubby-ish one. And
1: uh, Maddie and I were there. Oh, boy. And one of those people went around with jello shots and um she came up to me and she had five in her hand <laughs> and she said so they're three dollars each or uh five for 15 so i got five and i was like that's not a deal that's that's just the, math that's
0: just math yeah Yes, <laughs> I, I i remember what i remember from this night is i remember doug was standing and then he literally like felt something in the force like he sniffed out these jello shots. Like it was a turn of the head very quick. jello shots? And then we had them and then he had mm-hmm. five very like very quickly. Yeah.
1: It was and a, that was the night that, that I learned night.
0: that was the night that I learned about your thing with jello shots actually.
1: Yeah. Is that oh uh, you know we
2: don't need to go into that night anymore. That's a yeah. And you know what's funny is that Doug and I have partied a lot together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely. I don't think we ever had jello shots at uh, any of those parties so like but it, I also think at the time we were all on a budget
1: yeah <laughs> we were
2: very we were young like 20, and we didn't have a lot of money yeah and we were like, like
1: 20 through 20, scrounging 20 money
2: together to get beer yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah it was a mess and also honestly like here's the thing I can cook I can make cocktails I can do a lot but Jello shots to me are like a magical like <laughs> potion.
0: I like and, how that's the most. And I high like
1: I have never made them, and in my mind I just can't. Right. So I like when they come to me in nature. I'm I'm very excited very about. Very
0: excited. It. He sniffs them out. Um, which is just a a wonderful segue. So this I is
1: think. A, a good episode on Jello shots. A
0: good episode on Jello on Jello. What I love about our is... <laughs> Is that they are not real? So they, we're gonna yes. we're gonna segue nicely now. Having okay. talked about um gender as a spectrum and you know, loving people and being want like wanting to be loved in return. it's it, it, that's a very normal thing. most everybody, most, yeah, most everybody experiences this, and that that's that's kind of what we're all after. So mm-hmm. we're gonna kind of move forward from this into phases, which is something Mika, you had um said that you had wanted to talk about. And I kind of just want to give that over to you. What within phases did you want to talk about specifically?
2: I wanted to talk about um, how so typically people will say, you know, when a person is coming out um, trans or uh, not, you know, like whether they're coming out as um, gay or whatever. um, A lot of times, the response from some people is not entirely disapproval but it's are you sure you're not just going through a phase
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and it can be like incredibly invalidating to somebody's experience because yeah. phases are totally normal mm-hmm. and um sometimes you <coughs> like something like you're just like in the mood for something Yeah, And you want it all the time and you um, seek it out and you experience it and it's great. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
2: you're just like, you know what, maybe I like something else and I'm going to go that direction and I'm going to do that thing for a while. And um, I actually like uh, didn't experience this particularly like firsthand, Um, Mm -hmm. but I did Watch uh, as a friend decided to um, detransition mm-hmm. and um, they were going um, from uh, they were detransitioning from uh, female back to male and they had fully decided like you know I tried it I did the surgeries and I feel like I rushed into it too fast and mm-hmm. that's not um how I want my body to be okay um, but I experienced it and yeah. it was great and I think like the the resounding like like community was like well see that's why you just don't go ahead and like get, mm-hmm. uh like get surgery and like rush into things and blah 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 And I was like, no, that's like, that's crazy. It's like this person was feeling extreme dysphoria and they thought that it would help if they had these surgeries. Um, They thought it would help if they took these medications and it didn't. turns out that it didn't. And it actually made them like sicker, like some of the procedures that they (laughs) like rushed into. And obviously like, all of this has to do with like speaking to the right doctors and getting the right care and, and trans healthcare is not accessible to everyone. And so people um, uh, do uh, with what they can, what they have access to, you know, that kind of puts people in precarious situations there, but that doesn't make that doesn't make her situation any less valid. Right. Um, and uh, she's still trans. She's just doesn't have all of the, Um, bells and whistles that maybe other trans people have and that's totally fine like it's totally valid like her experience is valid Um, yeah absolutely um, to go yeah have a breast reduction surgery after you had implants is is uh traumatic enough and that doesn't make her like any less of a trans person or experiencing any of those identities or feelings and i don't know that's just something that i really wanted to touch on because i think a lot of times the outside opinion and can also be like from cis people is like well you know like that's because you've always been this way and you're trying to force yourself to be something that you're not and I think you can experience things without it being bad like it's okay to get a taste it's okay to try something yeah um, especially when you have um, something like extreme like dysphoria and you think that a surgery is going to help you like obviously seek out the right doctor and talk to people who have done it and like make sure that you're doing it the right way. Um, but you know, like accidents also happen. So like you have to know the risk.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think too, like, that's such an excellent point. Like the phases are okay. And if you look at somebody and you say, and you know, they're like, well, I I think that this is my gender identity and it doesn't match with what I pre- like, I've been identified with or uh, what I've been assigned. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you say, well, do you think that's just a phase? Like, who the fuck cares? Uh, you know, if they are at a point where they are questioning these things, like cisgender people, think about it for two seconds if you are very confident in your assigned gender, uh, you've never you questioned to, yeah. it people if people it are so having well. this experience and saying, I don't think this is right. It's,
2: I don't want to like okay. compare the whole um, trans experience to like getting your nails done or like mm-hmm. getting a haircut. Yeah. But it's, you know, it can be a little like, you can relate a little bit in that way if you're like a cis person. You can mm-hmm. be like, Oh yeah, you know, like I went through this time where I really liked having short hair and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I wanna grow it out. And then you yeah. went through that yeah. like awkward phase of like growing your hair out. And yeah. you grow it out for so long. And then one day you're just like, I wanna cut it all off again. Was that yeah. bad? Did you just yeah. like grow out your hair for nothing? No. Well, I- you have like a yeah, good time. Do- you like you look great. You can do whatever you want with your body. Like yeah. that's the beauty of being human and like living in this own like temple that is your own like you can adorn it how you want you can do whatever you want with it like yeah nobody it's nobody else's kind of decision
0: beautiful like thing to have like the idea of this temple and you get to you get to adorn it with whatever you want and do and do your own thing i think that and um it, it sparks this idea in my head that that part of the thing is with the way that we use language and and our Um, gender roles and such things that exist in society where we've created this binary existence where people can accept a transition along a binary but to like the idea of going through phases or changing like within something is completely foreign and that's yeah so people are like what even the heck is going well, on you can't cut off all your hair
1: and i think it's another attack of the binary you know yeah star wars episode two attack of the binary <laughs> and uh we've been watching the star wars movies
0: i can tell yeah,
1: yeah. they're all they're all on disney plus uh <laughs> but give us money disney and lucas is wait
2: plus. isn't there something on disney plus with star wars right now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah well
1: all the star wars movies almost And then there's a new Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian, which is like Old West meets space, which one is cool, but two breaks my heart because Firefly couldn't do it. Um, Yeah, that was brought with
0: a lot of different issues, though.
1: Well, mostly Fox. Uh, But um, anyways, I think it's another, you know, people just stuck in a binary mindset, even with trans and non-binary people. That like first you were this, and then you turn. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> are you listening to me? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, whoops! Uh, I not know if you could hear that. <laughs> so loud. Are you just like?
0: This is our ASMR podcast. Crackling
1: tin foil yeah, over. Yeah, sounds over? like
0: you've got a it's romp. bubble
2: wrap actually. Okay. <laughs> I was moving a package off of the table. I'm sorry, okay. listeners. Well. <laughs> I'm sorry to the listeners that don't like that sound, but yeah. for all the other listeners, I'm sure you do. Look, um, there's only,
1: like, four of them. It's fine. Uh, they're, but... they're all into this kind of ASMR. <laughs> they, they all are just, like, now if you could just whisper close to your mic. Uh, but...
0: Whisper. <laughs> do the bubble wrap and then whisper, old sport.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh... <laughs> old
0: sport. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a thousand points to you yeah that was
1: that was best that was the best thing that's happened on this podcast probably but um uh what binary uh like because people are so like focused with binary like first you were one thing but then you transition to that and that's it you know you can't like there's no adjustment in their mind there's
0: no ever there's never any gray area
1: and i i think it's just another thing that people have to break out of like you know, you can identify like this right now. And then you can identify, realize like, hey, that's not the full scope of my identity. Uh, like how I can like throw an example. And for my life, when I first came out, I came out as bi because I, you know, I've been married to a woman previously, dated women. I thought like, this must be right because I must be bi. And then truth be told, Tinder sorted me out because like, I got on Tinder and I was like interested in men and women. And like every woman I was like left left
0: that is left. very funny and it's like, I was like wait the exact same thing
1: <laughs> so maybe I'm gay
0: and and with either side of it gender and sexuality there is always room for movement it's life is very very long and nothing ever stays the same oh, God, there like are 30 different game. dugs that exist in the yeah. world but <laughs> yeah. they even more.
1: I don't have that kind of depth of character.
0: <laughs> Actually, that is two dimensional at best. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a great thing that I think we should keep in mind going into twenty twenty. Is that life is long. We all go through periods of time that are different than others.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that to like just respect people. Like, I I, I hate that it's twenty twenty, and I have to say that. Like it doesn't matter to you what somebody else identifies as. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. It, and it costs you nothing to just respect that. It doesn't oh. affect you, it doesn't affect your kids, it doesn't affect your wife. It doesn't affect your grandpa.
0: Does it? It does
1: might. It? I don't know actually.
2: Um, um I think that my identity affects a lot of people because my pronouns are different. And so there's a lot of unlearning has to happen so that's the other thing about it is that it does in a way affect people because we live in this um uh like very ableist society honestly where we think that everyone has access to the same information and they don't not everyone is educated in the same way and but we also are forcing certain language on language standards on people And then when they do meet somebody who uses they, them pronouns, then they're like completely mind fucked. They're like, I just learned how to speak in this one way. And now you're asking me to do something completely different that breaks all of the rules that I've learned before. And guess what, kids? Rules are meant to be broken.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of goes with the just respect people thing too. Like, you know, it blows someone's mind. You can respectfully be like, Okay. But yeah. still, they them.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's always um a and actually the um there is a model and their name is their name is Rain something. I don't know the the Down. Yes, Rain You're both
1: making this up. No.
0: Who does a who yes. does a really wonderful job of like combating um a lot of these things like of of existing um like in a way that other people are completely mind fucked by and combating that with a lot of love and care and how they Mm -hmm. respond to all of the yeah to all of those comments and it's it's a really wonderful thing to see happen when people turn around if you if um if you can see them like be treated with kindness and like just putting education and nice things above all else
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah no i'm totally on board with that like um I started following them on Instagram. Yeah, me too. Um, about like maybe a year ago. Uh-huh. And um, it really helped me like align when I'm choosing my battles, how do I approach somebody with kindness when yeah. maybe I myself feel angry about the things that they're saying? Yes. I need to understand that They're coming to this from a place of not willful ignorance a lot. They're coming to it from a place of like just ignorance in general. Like they just don't know. And so they're upset about it. And I think that's incredibly relatable for myself that sometimes maybe when I don't know things, I can be upset when somebody is maybe acting like they're smarter than me.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's not the best way to approach somebody in that kind of situation to just be like, I know more than you. You're dumb.
1: That that never helps anybody learn.
2: It isolates every party. Exactly, and so it's better to just take that that like kind of like low and slow road where you're gonna have to have a real conversation with somebody, and maybe you'll have to answer some questions that are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think uh, education over cancel culture is mm-hmm. like way more valuable. Well, like if you if you are finding yourself in a situation with somebody who is like persisting and they're really just trying to be like a troll and they absolutely are trying to get your goat, then yeah, sure. Cut them off. That's like totally also fine. Like for your own mental health, like for your own safety, like hell yeah. like.
1: And yeah, I think too, like it's important. um, And this is an important thing I had to learn too. Like you have to check in with your own mental health before educating anybody. Because sometimes you're just not there. Like, you're not – you don't I have enough in the tank to educate somebody and, you know, be in a good spot mentally. Yeah. And that's okay, too. Like, sometimes you just got to be like, I can't have this conversation. And let that be that. And then other times, you know, you're, you're feeling a little bit better, you got a little more in the tank, say, okay, like
0: – Let's sit down. Let's and sit down ahead.
1: and, and – uh, Kind of uh, unpack what just what was just said, or or you know what have you?
2: I think a lot of times I find myself um, reaching out to people who maybe post things that are um, transphobic or homophobic, mm-hmm. and um, just saying, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I know you value our friendship and that you love me as a person." Um, and that you accept me as a person but this particular thing that you posted or this thing that you said um is hurtful to me in these ways and I was just wondering um if you would maybe consider um taking it down or if you'd like to talk about it I think that's great yeah that's been like way better than just being like Well, fuck you, bitch. Like, I can't believe that you would even post that on Facebook. You know, like now everybody's going to see and people are liking it and commenting on it. And now and and I'm throwing myself into like some crazy stress-filled like tizzy because somebody posted something on the Internet and that technically is not directly affecting me, but maybe they're advertising to their friends that they feel this way. You know, like I I shouldn't get like that worked up. I should just be respectful Um, And maybe assume that they don't really know what right looks like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, um, so my sister, who is uh, totally accepting all, you know, very uh, loving, you know, very cool with me after I came out, all this stuff, um, she posted this thing on Facebook the other day that was a, a legit fake news article, you know, not cnn and uh that that was talking about it's it's the same shit that's kind of been going around a little bit for like the last couple years about how the lgbt community wants uh pedophilia to be normalized and okay um and she was like oh my god i can't believe this and so you know i just i uh sent her a message and i was like hey look that is obviously not true just so you know, like, it's not true. Nobody, nobody in the LGBT community uh, wants that. Uh, this is actually put out by people who want to paint the the LGBT community in a bad light. Um, so just so you know, when you see stuff like this, if you would not share it, um, that would actually, you know, because all it does is it, it kind of it gets people angry at, you know, the community that I exist in.
0: What was that? Was that ended up? Did that end up being a good conversation? She actually,
1: she actually said, "Oh, thank God."
0: <laughs> Just like relieved that it wasn't yeah. true.
1: Yeah, but I think that it is, it is easy and and satisfying in the moment. I think to get angry, and sometimes that happens. And I think you got to be, you know, patient with yourself when that happens too. Yeah. But um, I think you're totally right. Like it, and it takes a lot of courage and strength of character. I think to 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 go about it the way that you go about it so that's you know really amazing
2: I really spent a lot of time thinking about well honestly like my own mental health and like what serves me and what doesn't and like does it feel good to get like irrationally upset about something I see on the internet from somebody that I probably haven't spoken to in person and like five or six years or more, you know, but then at the same time, also, I have like a responsibility to them to show them that like, I'm a real life, actual human person. And that yes, I am different. And it's maybe something that they have never seen or experienced before, but they also like me. um, and it's not necessary for people to like me, But, um, you know, like, I I don't necessarily, like, seek that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, But it is important for me to show them that, like, they enjoy my company. I am a good person. I'm not this, like, creep, pedophile, whatever weird thing that they are portraying. People like me to be you know like because there's that there is a trope that like oh trans people are just trying to like get into you know other bathrooms so they can like get your kids or something weird like that you know yeah. um but like i don't know like there's just like so much like bad shit out there but mm-hmm. like for me stepping out there and being like hey i'm right here in front of you you know me you love me like yeah, making it a whatever issue. you're posting yeah is not true ultimately could end up saving somebody else's life because when it comes to trans people especially like black trans women like Uh, lives are on the line
1: you know and
2: and being able to like really humanize an experience that for a lot of cis people they dehumanize changes that and it like it it brings a lot of like it brings like emotion into it for me because like I know so many, like, trans women of color experience way worse, like, transphobic experiences than me, Mm -hmm. and I, God, like, I would never want that to happen to me. I don't want it to happen to anyone I know or love, or, you know, I don't want it to happen to anyone, honestly, Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: I just, if I can, like, make a cis person realize that, like, there are trans people out there that are not like the, this like creepy picture that has been painted by like the media or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: yeah,
2: I'm going to be out there and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it with pride. Um, because like, it's not just my life on the line. It's like other people too.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. You, you literally, you know, won't know how many lives you saved just by being open and willing to educate.
2: And then at the same time, it's like, it's not even necessarily like, um, saving people from like, uh, transphobia. It's mm-hmm. also like being the person I needed
0: when I was younger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's like a big part of the LGBT community in general mm. is learning how to, you know, take stock of who you needed somebody else or who you needed what you needed the world to be when you were young yeah, and trying to make that come true. Yeah. It's like,
2: um, what's that, that Whitney Houston song where she's like the greatest love of all is like learning to love yourself. Yeah.
1: I think it's called love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: like, sh- like the whole song, the whole song is like about like being a child and not having anyone to look up to. Yeah. Um, because there's no one like you um and then finding that love within yourself and having to be stronger for it and then eventually like throughout the course of the song like she's saying like now because I love myself and I'm proud of myself I can be that for a child you know
1: yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, and I think that that's you know, and we we discussed this a little bit in our LGBT episodes um, previous uh, about how when we were growing up, just there there weren't a lot of any any real queer role models. I mean, there were a few here and there, but just yeah. not like not like I think there are today, even. Yeah, uh, I think like
2: not relatable
1: yeah
0: yeah because again it's also about that that humanizing element that we've been talking about now it's like i, I want like a like a really strong lgbt role model who's just a person mm-hmm. that's a person and that's a good person and i want to be like them and they happen to yeah. be in this community. i mean i think
1: in the 90s and early 2000s there was just a sassy gay white man yep you know um and if you are a sassy gay white man like Growing up, that was probably hella relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a gay white man, and I, I'm sassy sometimes. But like for me, I was like that. I you know, it it wasn't. It's was almost not a human being. You know.
0: Yeah. It's just an amalgam. It's just. It's not a. It's not a person. It's not a whole person. Mm-hmm. It's a funny couple of lines in a movie.
1: Hey, I like your sweater, by the way. I like your sweater. Oh, though. thank you. Sorry. Oh, thank
2: you. I'm also wearing
0: a sweater. <laughs> I oh, yeah, okay. I love your, your sweater. Hey, we love it. All we are
2: compliments. Uh, your sweaters look great too. Oh my God, Thank,
0: thank you. you, old sport. Oh god, god damn it! <laughs> We're still playing. Oh,
1: I. Uh, can I just like?
0: Well, it's fine. Really. <laughs> <fine. laughs>
1: Instead of saying "old sport," can I just cough into the microphone?
2: No, yeah okay. <laughs> No. What the heck?
1: I know. I. I I had the bronchitis. uh, Coughing. What are you? Are you like snorting coke?
2: No, I'm. Well, okay. (laughs) Not snorting coke. I'm vaping, but also segue. I need to let you know that I do have a drag persona. I have never performed anywhere, but I plan to.
1: Okay. Um,
2: And my drag name is Max Clouds, and you can find me on instagram max underscore clouds that's me
1: um like clouds like c-l-o-u-d-s yes oh, okay yeah that's oh, only a. one yeah.
2: only one x though i i wanted more but they were yeah. all taken
0: oh Aww. well one yeah.
1: x is enough there <laughs> are, the, there are the more inside. um so, oh, uh, so Max Cloud—that's that's a good, that's a good drag name.
0: It is a good drag name. You
1: want to know what my drag name yeah, would be? Right? I've thought of it, and actually, all my friends—if any of my friends are listening—they've already said it in their head because I've said it so much.
2: My fingers are crossed because I feel like I maybe have heard it before.
1: Um, I'll be Patty.
2: Oh my God! Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, you can't take that, goddamn it, because it's mine.
0: Oh, Dance. my God. That's the best.
1: That um,
0: I have not heard that. What? How have I not heard that?
1: I say it all the time. I don't
0: know. Maybe I just have Like,
1: to literally, me. I <laughs> could pull Bobby in here right now yeah. and be like, hey, what is my drag name? And he would say, I'll be Fatty. Uh,
2: my good friend Ariel's drag name is Jean um, Romper. Yes.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I've also thought of Cher Noble. Um, mm-hmm. And listeners, Oof. that that one is a second tier, so you guys can grab that if you want it. If you're looking for a good drag name,
2: mm-hmm. I think it. that one's going to be um, explosive.
1: <laughs> it's it's definitely going to get a reaction. Uh, Oof! <laughs> that was that was bad. I didn't love that. Was a, that was a daddest <laughs> dad, <laughs> dad joke. Is it, it? It was a drag dad joke.
2: You're not even a. Dad, this is
0: awkward.
1: I know of. Um, oh. <laughs> most of the people I sleep with can't get pregnant, uh, and
0: we're segue because
1: they all have ha- gone through menopause. <laughs> <laughs>
0: perfect. It's a perfect segue. Perfect segue. <laughs> Okay guys, uh I, I have said segue, but what what would Segway. we like to talk about next?
1: Um I actually would like to Jesus Christ. I would like to talk about Mika's vaping problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um what's the deal with that? I don't understand. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> at least i'm not coughing into the mic
1: <laughs> you're like vaping straight into the mic um, well it's attached, attached to my, my face we're um, professionals here mika a branch this is a professional podcast. i'm
2: sorry to your four listeners um <laughs>
1: okay, we're down to three actually you know um, what
2: i'm not even <laughs> apologizing for it i'm owning it i'm a proud vapor um I work ten hour shifts, and sometimes I just like to unwind. You know,
1: you know, I just like to like to vape. But my my I partner like to, Bobby vapes too much.
2: I like oh. to rip ginormous clouds.
1: I think Bobby probably hurt me. I think he's on this floor of the house. It, <laughs> he's uh, gonna come in here and so, blow smoke and leave. Like the blow thing is, he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> vape too much. He vapes uh, fine. It's fine. But, uh, like, so I had bronchitis, and we were in a car, mm-hmm. and he was vaping, and, like, the vapor was making me die. And so oh,
2: because I, he hotboxed you. That's yeah. Nice. yeah.
1: Yeah. And okay, so I was like, hey Bobby,
2: I'm calling you out. You <laughs> rolled down the window, at least. Just right. cracked it.
1: And, and uh, so I was like, hey, can you just not vape in the car for right now until I get over this? And he kept forgetting, and he kept vaping, and I kept dying. It was awful. It was hell. That's what hell is.
0: This is the second episode, I think, where Doug is a ghost.
1: Oh, my God. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Wick was a ghost.
0: Yeah, Wick is a ghost, and you died in our last episode.
1: Oh my Hi, God. welcome to Branch
0: Podcast. It's me, Maddie, in a room
1: uh, with, by herself
0: with some ghosts. Uh, rotating ghosts.
1: R- rotating ghosts. Uh, Mika, are you a ghost?
2: I am not a ghost. I am a werewolf.
0: <gasps> Wonderful. Oh my god. I feel left out of the supernatural.
1: And you world. you're just like the you know, the foil. Like you're the the normal, the normie.
0: The normie.
1: That's what we call you behind your back. The normie. Uh person. yeah. <laughs> uh
0: makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay, so things we want to talk about. Yes. Um, I actually wanted to and uh Meek and I discussed this a little bit uh beforehand via Messenger. Um talk about uh the the uh, LGBT community and kind of like the transphobia that still kind of exists there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I mean, it's better than it probably was 30 years ago, mm-hmm. but it's still, I feel like it's still a, a, an issue. Um, yeah. And like Mika, I don't know if you've encountered that at all or.
2: Oh, it's a huge issue. Um, And I have encountered it um, because I think, like, I find myself in a lot of, um, you know, obviously queer spaces, Mm -hmm. Um, even, like, and especially being, like, non-binary and not, like, assigning myself to a gender. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of, like, people will say that they... Are like bisexual or pansexual, and that's just a cover for their transphobia a lot of times Mm. um, because they will not date non binary people. And it's, and that's my own experience. I have heard stories from um, trans women where um, they are, they're trans women and they're like bisexual, and like women will be like, Oh, well, I just don't do, like, I don't know, like, if you, they'll be like, "Oh, do you have a penis? Because if you have a penis, like, I'm out. Mm. And, like, that's not cool. That's disgusting, um, that we view people as body parts. Yeah, um, exactly. But just for myself, like, um, being a genderless person, like, I know what my body parts look like, and, like, that's totally fine um, with me. I I, like, I'm totally cool with what my body looks like for the most part. Like, I there's parts of it. Like, yeah, sure, I, I would want to change, mm-hmm.
1: um,
2: but I think like being rejected by cis people who are gay um, mm-hmm. because of my gender identity or lack thereof um, mm-hmm. is like it's hurtful and like yeah. traumatizing because it's like where do you fit in? Where do, who will love me? Like who is out there that is actually genuinely like attracted to me. Yeah. And then I find myself being in these like situations where um, maybe I do, I want to feel good or I want to feel pleasure or something. And so then like my quick turn is like, Oh, well there's like tranny chasers. So like, that's, mm. you know, that's easy for me you know, to be like, oh, this person is attracted to me specifically because I'm trans. Uh, so yeah. it's and that's kind of like disgusting. That well, it's, that's, it's fetishizing you know, a group of
1: people that aren't a fetish. They're people, you know? yeah, like
2: Exactly. So it's like, oh, well, this this person is like a tranny chaser. So I am, you know, they're attracted to me. So for me, it's like it's easy to to receive that like I guess, like, adornment from them that they'll be, like, fawning over me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: but, like, within the queer community, like, specifically, like, I go to a lot of queer events and I'm always out and I'm, like, meeting people and I'm very, like, desexualized because I'm, like, trans or non-binary. Like, uh-uh. people, they don't see me as, like, an adult. Like, a lot of times I get viewed as, like, I'm I'm young, I'm a child, but I'm 31. Yeah. You know, and I've lived like a lot of life. Like I'm divorced. You know, I've been through the shit. You know, yeah. I'm a survivor of so many things, and um, I've done a shit ton of really fucking cool things. But like, people are still like, "Oh, well, like, I guess you're just not really like my type, or I'm not really like." I'm not really, like, feeling your vibe or whatever. And it's all, like, it's not based on who I am as a person. It's based on my gender identity solely and how they feel insecure about their own sexuality. And they're like, well, I call myself, like, a lesbian or I call myself, like, a gay man. And, like, now I'm attracted to you, but I don't want to do anything about it because what will that mean for my own sexual yeah. sexual identity you know? yeah that
0: seems to be like a big thing is how does somebody else's identity like within the community is if i because i like if if somebody is attracted to somebody it means something about them
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i feel like we should just take that well, away you just, you're just I, our- I
1: think that yeah it's, it's another instance where we're just clinging to binary and yeah absolutely uh, even even gay people and you know queer people that i know that will say, yeah, it's a spectrum, you know, uh, sexuality is a spectrum and everybody's somewhere on it will still say, well, I don't sleep with trans men. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, is ridiculous because one, it's transphobic, but two, like all the trans men I know are fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to sleep with them?
2: I like, mean, I think like it's, uh, it doesn't even have to do with like how... um People look mm-hmm. I, I mean that's a lo- I mean you're attracted to what you're attracted to but it's a lot of times it's the body parts that people get hung up on yeah, and it's like well I wish you would just say that you know it's like yeah. but then at the same time those gay men aren't out there sleeping with trans women who yeah. have penises you know like so it's it's something that's personal that's going on within them. And it's like yes. internalized transphobia yeah, that's being yeah. like externalized through their quote unquote, like attractions and yeah. what they would put into um, maybe Tinder when they're swiping, yeah. um, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that seems to be exactly the thing. It's that it's definitely internalized and in how, how people seem to view themselves like around, around it, I guess. Like if you're in these situations, like exactly how you're describing, mm-hmm. and that's—it's definitely a clinging to the binary. It's trapping ourselves within words and ideas that, uh, like, it doesn't need to happen.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, just like all the noises that just happened, it—it uh, it didn't need to. It didn't need to. Uh, <laughs>
2: i don't know what you're talking about
0: (laughs) um but that is a that is a big issue and that is something that is happening right now in the lgbt community and we'll i'm assuming that that will get better the more that we talk about it so i think the best thing too is just bring it to light
1: i guess you have to
0: like
2: problematize it for people to really understand that there is an issue so it's like it's you can't just be like You can't just be like, oh, well, like, I'm, I'm really going through this because nobody's attracted to me, you have to like get to the root of the issue. And I think that's what happened for me is that I got, I experienced it so much that I was just like, oh, well, this makes sense. Like, this is exactly what's happening. And then I talked about it with other trans people that I knew. And I was like, are you experiencing this issue when you're trying to like date? Like, I feel like I'm being forced into this like weird, like, asexual, like, corner. When, hmm. or uh, the flip side of it is that trans people will only date other trans people because we only feel comfortable with other trans people right. because they relate to us. Um, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, not only is this kind of at, at this and in, in juncture maybe my only option, but also like, like in this like weird like desperation and yes, like uh, other trans people are fucking hot as shit, you know, like obviously so like I would definitely like you know I love you know I love my um, siblings but like the other part of it is like we only know it's like cis people maybe are afraid of like how do you even and this is so funny like that I'm even saying this right now I'm like I'm gonna get to the punchline here but Mm -hmm. like a cis person someone at my job actually asked me like how do trans people have sex? Mm. And I think like. That's so like. That's a question that a lot of cis people have. Mm-hmm. Because they're so hung up on this binary and they're so hung up on body parts. Yeah. that they don't even understand how like how do trans people have sex?
1: Yeah. Well, and the I think. answer however they want. I think that. Well, yeah, exactly. The answer but-
2: is um, better but yeah
1: i i believe it. i mean well yes. and that's i actually i had a cis friend uh this is a few months back who was very attracted to this trans person and the trans person was very attracted back and it seems like things were going places and he was like well i just don't like know how to have sex with them and i was like but what do you mean um but they're like you know i don't know what's okay to do what's not okay to do and i was like hey so how do you figure that out with literally anybody you sleep with? And, like, well, just communication. And I was like, same
2: thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can't. I think, like, that's the other thing, too, is that, oh my God, like, nobody's asking for consent. And, like, mm-hmm. consent is so sexy. Like, oh, when so you're sexy. in a situation with somebody, <laughs> like, ask me what I want. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm already like melting like butter in your hand yeah exactly i love it so
1: people think it's awkward like it's gonna be awkward to ask but no it's like
2: it's gonna kill ah, the mood like no yeah no it's great let me tell you how to
1: please me like
2: yeah i'd rather you ask than like completely do it wrong and then like i don't know like my squishy bits are rubbed raw or whatever the fuck you know like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like yeah that's that's it that's the thing is like you just have to communicate and you have to ask and you have to speak up for what you like too because like sex isn't about getting to like the finish line it's about like Mm -hmm. making each other feel good
1: yeah and like that's it and then it is a race to finish first
0: All the squishy bits in your mouth, but make sure you finish first.
1: And and then whoever finishes second has to finish themselves off. It's the rule. Yeah, oh I, I thought I,
0: that
2: I thought that meant that they had to pay for the jello shots. Uh, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it, actually. And actually the rules that I just laid down are just is is hetero cis heterosex. Uh a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of, bad of that. So uh gosh uh but uh god i'll I'll, i'm sorry i just like flew through all of the quote-unquote straight men that i've slept with and it's Mm -hmm. just a horrible flip book of bad sex um but uh
0: a beautiful segue to to
1: to wrap up i think i actually i have two questions for you mika um and that is Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I'm getting there sorry I got I literally got distracted by my wall
0: which is bare there's nothing it is on the wall
1: barren oh
2: wow uh, okay right,
0: let's get at
1: some, it I thought you were gonna say
0: Come like on. your Facebook wall but okay you
2: know,
1: me my wall that I is in front of me and some things never change me because this is still who I am <laughs> um, but uh so the the two questions i I have for you um what is something that you would, like to tell our cisgendered audience and then what is something you would like to tell our gendered non-binary audience
2: Um, I would like to tell our cisgendered audience um, to listen be open truly to educate yourself to listen to more podcasts like this one um, and others Um, don't solely take all of your education from me. Um do some research and make sure that you're reading from reputable sources. Um, and maybe spend some time at your local LGBT center and meet some other people. Um and for my uh gender nonconforming and non-binary audience um keep going. I see you. I hear you. I believe you. Um, when you succeed, I succeed. We all succeed. So um, hang in there. You're doing great.
1: That's, that's awesome. I think that,
0: that's a beautiful yeah sentiment. And I think we should end it there. Yeah, I think we should
1: definitely end it there. It. So yeah. Before, so thanks for listening, old sport. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tune, in, tune in next time.
0: Count up all those old sports and uh, let us know who won.
1: Yeah, because we're not going to (laughs) count. All right, we got to stop. We got to stop. Okay. It's over. Bye. Bye,
2: old sport.